Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the end of the Shanae show. Aw. Ageism with Clayton's ladies. Okay. And Kanye's biggest social media spiral to date. Yikes, and this is episode 202. Let's get it. (laughs) Wow. Yo, before we get into all that Bachelor stuff, Veronica, I just want to know how you're doing. What's going on? How was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was good. Um, I spent the evening with some of my gal pals. We did a little Galentine's that night with my friend Courtney um, and Gari and um, Courtney's friend Danielle. Courtney made us some dank pasta. It was very good. And we all brought like, you know, stuff for charcuterie or dips and things and had a little bit of wine. And it was it was a nice time. We were all, you know, just laughing, giggling, talking about past loves and things like that. It was it was honestly it was hilarious. It was a great time. Um when you say but, past loves, like were you guys like was it a positive thing or was it like a a, a bashing of sorts? It was like it was positive and it was like we were like just kind of laughing cuz I saw some of like the people who I dated who like I still follow on Instagram cuz like you know like we casually dated or whatever mm-hmm. and I was just like kind of giggling at like some of the sappy shit that they were posting about their current significant others and I'm just like this is so funny like it's just funny to me that like I was ever attracted to them because it's like now when I see some other stuff, I'm like, this is just funny. <laughs> but um, but no, it was mostly that. And we were just talking about like, you know, other things along that. But before before even Valentine's Day, um, I had we, you know, I'm bringing back bringing back a trivia update. I went to trivia with some of the gals last week and we fucking got second place, even though we blew like probably one of our whole um rounds that's just how good we are um but it was it was a good time i also went to the dua lipa concert here at state farm arena was everything you dreamed of it was so much fun it was incredible i and so i went with um my friend Katie, as well as um, our friend Trevor, met up with us there, and we got floor tickets. And we were like so close to the stage. Like Dua Lipa was like right above us. Like she was like in all of her beauty, like just right there. And honestly, it was just we were dancing the whole time. I'm probably gonna be finding confetti because like at the end she like popped these like confetti things and dropped confetti all over us. I'm probably gonna be finding confetti in my purse for more uh, probably weeks to come how lit was it when levitating came on huh how lit was it when levitating came on it was pretty lit it was pretty lit oh my goodness i'm getting i'm getting chills just thinking about it right now it was i mean she's just a great performer and like she had great dancers it was just such a great time and everybody was like vibing like you know everybody on the floor was like super cool and fun um and it was just a great time. And then um, the Super Bowl was the Sunday after that. And I just enjoyed a very chill Super Bowl situation with um, my pals, Rachel Keller and her boyfriend, JP, um, and some of his friends. So I just went up there, you know, just had had some food with them, you know, watched the game. I was we were we were all rooting for the Bengals and we were very sad and disappointed that they lost. It was kind of a shitty, shitty ending of that game. But. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, that sounds like a lot. I mean, I went up to Staten Island and visited Ease and the family, and my friend Jesse was there as well, and we had a really good time. You know, I uh, I love visiting them. They're, you know, my faves. So uh, I got to meet my, my little cousin, uh, Alina, who's freaking cute. Oh, my goodness. Like, we were just like, uh, both days, I was probably like, my, my favorite thing to do was to play with this baby. Like, she was just so interactive. And um, Aww, you How know, old is she? Eight months. Oh my god! Yeah, so, so she's cute. she's the cutest. She had like these little like 
uh, barrettes, like these bows in her hair and, you know, just oh like God. the baby stuff. And she's just so squishy and I'm just like, oh my goodness. And she smiles and she just, we were talking to each other. It was, it was, it was awesome. So, um, I had a really good time. I love seeing my family and, um, yeah, I mean, it actually snowed. So I got to see some snow up there, like actual oh, snow, you know? And, um, and it, ironically, it was actually probably one of the most beautiful weekends there in Staten Island. Like, they were saying like there was it's never been this nice so i like kind of brought like i guess southern weather up to new york yeah you me. must have so um it was a beautiful weekend uh quick but um we got a lot in there and i got to work on music got to see some live music and um it was just awesome catching up with everybody so i had a good time but um you know what we do around here right veronica yeah, it's that time to talk about <laughs> bachelor stuff on our show but before we get into this week's episode, YouTube, why don't you go ahead, subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time ding, we drop ding, ding. new Bachelor-related content. And if you just did, huge shout out to you. Air horns all around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Veronica. Let's get into this week's episode. This was, this was, I like I said earlier, I, I I think this was a big episode to me. I wrote down a lot of notes. I feel like there was just, you know, with the continuation of last week's episode into this week's episode, I feel like yeah, they had a lot of stuff up in timelines. It. Yeah. That we so, have. um, you know, we start kind of with like the intro and they preview the two on one that's coming. We get that better than sex line that Sinead drops that we get. We to get see that a sign bit. a lot. We yeah. get that line like three well, times. I, I, well, we do in the in last like two episodes, minutes. but I'd rather that than the stuff they give us of Clayton at the end of every episode but that's we'll talk about that later um yeah so I mean this is people are saying they're they're previewing people saying they're falling in love we got a preview of Sarah and and Mara the the new feud going on in the show but we're gonna get into all that we start off in Toronto and we're talking about the two-on-one um Veronica you want to set us off Yes. So we're we're dropped back into Mm. Niagara Falls if you will and we're getting more to like the the non on the boat portion where they're just hanging out. They're trying to get their separate time. Obviously it's just, you can feel the awkwardness is there because like, we all know that this is just a make or break date to kind of either to weed out some, just to weed out. It's a weed out date. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it seems Genevieve was one of the main gals who had been talking about Shanae, but like, honestly, like, in the grand scheme of things, they, they could have picked m- almost anybody besides like the front runners to fill her spot, I felt like, in, in this general theme. Um, just because everybody had a bone to pick with Shanae. But, um, you know, Shanae enacts her, her little acting plan. After Genevieve went first to talk, they talk, they see him, everything seems pretty run of the mill talk between them. She, like, you know, gets vulnerable, says how she, you know, hopes that he realizes that she is really there for him, even if she isn't as open all the time, but it's just like she has a hard time expressing emotions, et cetera. It, pretty run-of-the-mill date talk. Things that we see. Yeah, they end it with a little make-out. Like, you know, that she was like pretty yeah. much essentially like she's sorry, you know, um, her feelings are growing, but she's sorry about being distant. And she's just trying to reassure Clayton that, you know, it's been weird in the house, but like she is here for him. And they make out. And Shanae is peeking around the tree, you know, I know saying, she's like, like <laughs> literally mean, cartoon, like, like boo, you know, and making like fun of her for crying and stuff. And um, Shanae is com- like still not worried. You know, she has a plan. And um, Clayton, uh, you know, talks about tension and, you know, he doesn't, you know, tr- uh, like doesn't necessarily trust, um, you know, what's going on here and uh, and and. And then here yeah. Shanae comes up and like, you know, it's her turn to talk to Clayton. And um, I, I mean, I do think that Shanae is good at one on one time with Clayton. Like, you know, the way she is. She knows how to scam. She's a scammer. What do you Shanae think? Shanae the scammer. What do you think went wrong? Like, you know, obviously, you know, Clayton, like, you know, confronts both of them after like, you know, Shanae cries and says like, you yeah, know. Shanae, Shanae pulls out the waterwork. She says that Genevieve, you know, is an actress and that she you know, wanted to go home and says all the stuff about Genevieve, which none of it's true. None of it happened. And, um, you know, she says all that and then they go back and Clayton being just Clayton has no 
critical thinking skills. He just doesn't have. Yeah, he's it. so gullible. I hate it. He's so he's a, he's an idiot. Yeah, he has no critical thinking skills. So and he he decides when he's sitting back down with both the girls, he just turns to Genevieve and he's all like, "I just gotta know, are you lying? Are you an actress?" And like Genevieve, rightfully so, is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but I love I love to see Shanae like you know seeing like Shanae's things just unfolding. Grinning. No, like- she's just like. <laughs> She does this like really like, you know, trying to compose yourself, inhale through the nose thing. Like you're like, don't, don't show any emotion, but it's going down. Like, you know, that type of thing. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, obviously I thought there was more to the actress thing, but like, you know, Shanae was saying it as like, you know, kind of like you're, you're, you're being an actress because you said you wanted to go home and today you're saying another thing. So she's just manipulating like, you know, the conversation and stuff. And, um, you know, Clayton is really confused cause he's got this hot Shanae girl right here. And then he's got a sweet Genevieve right here. And, um, and it's obviously awkward and he has to walk away. These that has to do these step away. His things. signature. Let me walk away for a moment. Yeah. Like, so the cameras bro, can get you guys awkwardly just sitting from across from in each other. his like very ill fitting jeans. His jeans were bad. Like <laughs> I just, that was like the first thing I noticed. Like when they had him walk away, I'm like, let's not put Clayton in this skinny of a jean. It looks weird. Yeah. So um, this awkward day is coming closer to an end um he does confront genevieve genevieve is just like um you know uh what and you know and then he steps away shanae confesses to her that she told her what like she said to clayton and you know she thinks that the chihuahua has drowned uh she you know she's overconfident saying she's now sent home quote three bitches home and I know. and genevieve uh says she's not going to engage in this type of behavior um and yeah, I think uh, I think this is pretty much where Clayton comes back, and uh, Shanae does not get that rose, unfortunately. No, which was a surprise. I really thought that I was like, <laughs> I did they're too. gonna they're gonna stretch this bitch for another week. They're gonna like to kick her out in Croatia, but no, like he he pretty much comes back and he's all like, you know, this is takes a lot. Like he's a guy, but I can't. Like, in my heart, I can't find a reason to give you this rose, Shanae. Like, I think it. I think all the all the things started to stack against her. And I think he just finally was all like, all right, well, I guess this is it. And there's been some rumors or things floating around that, like, you know, producers made him keep her longer. Or, like, he's all, like, trying to say stuff like that. Like, she's ruined his credibility or, like, whatever. And I'm sure there's obviously producers play a role no, in all dude, like, I mean, just straight up, like, Clayton, like, Shanae is hot. Like, you know, I think she's hot as a, as a, you know. Right. She's a blonde. Yeah. She's blonde. I mean, she's blonde. I, I, over the other blondes that are there, I think she's, like, she's very pretty. And, you know, when they're together, they seem to have some chemistry. Um, So why wouldn't he want to like her? But, you know, as it goes on and on, there's only so many, like, you're like, is this like. He's given her so many chances. Yeah, and he's like. Yeah. And he's all like, also, he's like, you, you know, apologize to the girls. How did that go? And like, obviously, when he's, you know, still getting Genevieve didn't say anything specific about Shanae in it. But she's all like, you know, I'm sorry. Obviously, things have been crazy in the house and whatever. But like, you know, know that I'm here for you. And I think the fact that the way she reacted to whatever Shanae made up, I think that's when Clayton was all like, oh, maybe I've been, maybe I'm the clown here. And yeah. it's like, yeah, no shit. Dude. And then uh, back at the, back at the hotel or wherever, where the other girls are, the bags are sitting there and the bag lady makes it all dramatic now, you know? And she stands in front of it, and looks thinks, at it. Oh my God, it was thinks, the worst. I know. I'm like, you, they're two distinct bags. It's it, like, she knows, like she obviously is told what to do. And then they are all, all the girls back in the um, hotel freak out. They're like popping champagne bottles. I'm yeah. like, okay. Well, this was my first sign of, of early prediction of, of, my, of Mara going home for that. I wrote down in my notes, but um, I mean that, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that more. Shanae is shocked. She's like, F that guy. And it ends yeah. like Look how quickly she turns from being all I like, mean, it's not even we knew how quick she could turn. She goes from crying to being on camera talking about how she great she did crying. So we knew how fast she could turn. It ends with a fuck you, Clayton, at the end of that. And As um, she's like screaming from the boat. Yeah, right the- to go <laughs> under the falls. Um, so yeah, she doesn't come back and the girls celebrate by popping champagne. And um now we're at the cocktail party. 
and uh, Clayton uh, learned he can make tough decisions, apparently. Yeah, and- so much growth. And he, like, talks about how relieved he is that he, like, sent Shanae home. Like, yeah. And, like, the girls are like, what? Yeah, what? and and well, I mean, the girls are feeling relieved too. They're they're you know they are too, but, but that's what like, they say at the wow, beginning thanks, of dude. yeah. They they're doing this at the beginning of every date that Shanae is not imposed of. Now now uh, Shanae won't be there anymore. Now Mara's talking about no drama when, and I was just like you know they're just showing Mara or is it Mara or Mara Mara? I don't even remember um, to be honest. But yeah, so she's the one that's getting popped up a lot. Um, you know, last episode, this episode, a lot more, and um. You know, Clayton comes down and he's just like relieved apparently and he can hear the girls singing from the elevator. So they must be happy. And um, Sarah goes and pulls Clayton first. Um, She's feeling very confident about uh, getting the rose um, that night. And uh, then Rachel comes in, another front runner, and gets validation from Clayton. And she already has a rose. They make out big. Mara's getting in her head because she doesn't have a close connection with Clayton yet. No. And in Mirror Mara, whoever, she is the kind of girl, she's like 32. So she's like the oldest girl in the house, which that's like just so sad that they're like 32. So fucking old. <laughs> but like she's definitely the kind of girl who's at a crossroads in her life where I feel like she's the type who is like, why am I not married already? Why am I not? And she's just looking for someone to fill the box of like the check the checklist of like my life should be here at this age and she just wants to insert clayton into that box yeah and what's and- annoying is that she feels like just because she is 32 that be- that she's put in the time and she deserves to be here more than right anybody like else. she just really is writing this narrative that because she's that age she's the most wifey material which to me just honestly as a woman that just feels sad that that's like all you're like living to be ill but like she's really feels some kind of way about well it. she starts feeding them um, poutine like this is where she's this is why she's not like getting dates is because you keep feeding him anytime you have no one wants to eat when they're out here trying yeah, to be fresh. she's a saucy gal no she was like the one I, we don't want that. Like, you you show me you can you you're good at food and all that stuff. Like when we're out yeah, here, yeah, I'm wifey material. I'm wifey material. No, like whatever. No, no, no. We don't need it. Um, so she gets cut off really short because she, she spends her three minutes feeding Clayton poutine in Canada, and then uh, Serene comes in and cuts her off short, and and Mara's just very upset about it, it. she starts to spiral. she's upset she's like talking to like the producer and then marlena comes over and tries to comfort her like she just like is already spiraling before this like rose ceremony right and um here we come to the rose ceremony um hunter you know this is where they they start showing people who are obviously on the cut on the chopping block hunter is already crying um she's probably going home uh this is in my notes so i'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves it's just like you see it and you're like she's going right. home um mara you know is giving dirty looks to sarah already like in the lineup like you know you're seeing like the shade and the side eye from her and on the chopping block this week we got marlena we got mara and we got hunter and um those are the ones and do you do you ever look at the way they position the women on the lineups now i've never really looked at that but like obviously they they're positioned in a way right like they always have like the three final ones in an angle where like a camera can see all of them so yeah this is where this is where i think like producer stuff is coming in um you know uh mara saved and i think like not she be- got the last rose. I, I, she got the last rose, but I think she's saved because of the producers. I was going to say because, you know, um, I don't know why. Like, I thought she – that's the only reason why. I think, like, you know, now that we well, got Shanae she, out of here, she's, like, the new villain, you know? She's the new villain. I just, you know, I was upset that Marlena went home just because Marlena kicked ass in the last two weeks of group dates. And just in general, honestly, she's too good for Clayton. Hunter, we barely got to see anything with her. We don't really know who she is. I'm sure she's a nice girl. Um, But, uh, um, you know. So at the end of this rose ceremony, Mara gets, you know, she's (laughs) saved by the skin of her teeth. And uh, Clayton lets them know that they're going to be crossing the Atlantic Ocean and they're headed towards Havar, Croatia, where I've been. And it is so beautiful. So um, everything you see there in the opening scenes is like I've been to all that stuff. It was like the yachts, the the castles and, you know, all that stuff. It's just really one of the most beautiful places ever. 
And um, so that's where we're at. We get there. The girls are checking out the new room. We get our Clayton scream from the balcony. You know, Clayton's running around town. And um, we get to him meeting the girls inside of Havara, the city and stuff. And it looks like it's starting to rain. But before before he even shows up there, the girls are talking and thunder's hitting. And, um, you know, Mare is just kind of like in her feels right now like you know i think there was some talk about what's the what they're expecting from the day and um sarah kind of talks back underneath i I mean it was very like i could see why you would get them like uh a a, a pinch from it but you know it's just the way it is but they've been beefing. She's, just, she's the youngest she's the oldest and there's like beef between yeah them. they may like it all started with the roast and like whatever yeah. and then she just mara mira i really don't remember how let's to go with it. mara because i like sarah versus mara like yeah that's cute saying? um <laughs> so she's like really gunning for a one-on-one date and clayton comes up to the group of girls and he's like and the dates start now i'm taking one of you guys on a one-on-one like mm-hmm. right this second and um he grabs teddy um, who which, is uh, is Teddy is my favorite like literally she's beautiful she's she got awesome the first impression Rose um, she's been she's one of my faves you know, yeah so I mean been, Sarah is one of my faves too but like you know I like how um, reserved uh, and also outgoing Teddy can be like you can see both sides of her yeah and, Teddy definitely is dynamic in a way so that a lot of the other women are too far down this day I do want to talk a little bit about like what are the girls supposed to think when girls are getting multiple one-on-ones now like you know I, I kind of well, feel for nobody's got a, a one-on-one a multiple one-on-one yet well, I'm, uh, well, I'm just saying though, like when it does happen, like you know, I, I feel like they really are starting to pile it on on Mara. Like, like it, it's it's kind of hard to watch. Like, what? Like she's she's trying and she's like just not being seen. And just how are you not supposed to think that you're not on the chopping block after getting like the last? I rows mean, yeah, and all that. So, right. Um. So yeah. So we start at a wishing well. And um, it is raining. They're walking around, you know. They're raining. They they make him like wear like take down the umbrella multiple times. You could tell, and his just giant broad shoulders. He's getting all wet. He's in a gray shirt. It's not ideal. They get ice cream. They're just going to different little shops and stuff around. Did you town. notice the way she pronounces his name, like Clayton? Like she's like Clayton. Like she's does it multiple times, but I, I I noticed that she has like kind of difficulty saying his name or something, or that's just the way she's saying it. Like maybe Clay uh, maybe Tent, she's like just, maybe go, she's just really trying to enunciate. I don't know. She's definitely. But uh, this um, is ice cream date number three of the season when they got their ice cream. Yeah, what are they supposed um, to do when the day dates are lame as hell? Like they always are, especially like like, like what like unless they, they have like of, an actual activity like this like they're not they must have just like they must have had their activity taken like, away from them because of the rain or something like they probably were gonna something. do like a yacht or something and that just kind of didn't work out or or something but um yeah i mean it really quickly goes into the dinner portion of the day and we all know what the conversation is coming right Right, right. Uh, Teddy reveals that she's a virgin. Um, and she, I honestly, I loved her explanation of it. I thought it was like really, you know, genuine and great. And she just was like, you know, it's because I told myself that I wasn't like going to do that. It's She's like, I'm not even waiting until marriage. Like I realized that, you know, I'm a sexual person, like whatever. But she's like, I just want to be in love with somebody. And I haven't been in love with anybody. Um, and so, you know, I just don't want to. It's not something I've wanted to do until I was in love with somebody. And Clayton being. He's like, oh, really? I couldn't tell. Like, what does that? He's the worst. And like, what does that even mean? This man is out here being all like, so <laughs> like, I just can't like, I'm yeah. like, you have the worst freaking response. I'm so happy that Teddy's just like a good person. Well, this is the second uh, girl on this episode to say she's never been in love. Like Shanae said it earlier in the episode. And now here's, right. you know, Teddy saying it. So is this a concern for people like i mean obviously the bachelor loves to bring these people into show but it's this is a concern right like usually people is think it it's though a, well on the show like usually people are like make a bigger deal of of like people not being in love like before because I, I think mean, it like- is i think it is because i mean i don't think I don't know. Like, I don't know if like you just love. I don't think one I've ever been in love. I think there was times I thought I was in love, and then if I look back on it now, I was definitely not. I was just manipulated. Maybe. Um. I mean, I don't know. I. I mean, love does change over time, and you can look at it differently. But I would look at love. I think in in present like you know if you felt like you were in love at one time you may have been like it's 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 like you could look back on and be like oh I wasn't in love but it's like. 
do you do you really remember the like how you felt like when you were back then like you probably felt yeah. like you loved something you know and mm. and i don't know i i just i i just think like I, to to be like I've never been in love. Like I sh- I, I swear you, you like some people just use that as a as as a way of being like not giving credit to the people that came before. Like you know, it's just like I don't want to give them that credit that I was ever in love with them because they sucked. But just because people suck doesn't mean that you didn't love them at one point. So I think you can you know love and care about somebody and not be in love with them. I don't know. It's semantic sometimes to me. Um, so I guess like she kind of like, you know, explains it well to Clayton. Clayton's like, you know, I could be her first of many things. Um, and I think she's going to allow something in. I was like, dude, what the heck are these? Like, Ew, he's so freaking gross. <laughs> um, I cannot. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going back to the hotel and we get the, hotel, you know, the holiday group, Inn. whatever they're in. And um, they get the group date, uh, you know, card, which will also tell them who is on the one on one date. And they make it very dramatic because, you know, Mare thinks like, you know, she's like hasn't had a one on one yet. So she should be getting it. But no, Sarah gets another one on one, which. Yep. Second one on one. They're just really piling it on Mare, like, you know, to make her go crazy. I mean, now that I think about it. You know, she probably did a pretty good job at, at, at holding it as much together as she could because in that vacuum, it, I could understand why you would be feeling like, like, what the hell? Like, what's the point? Like, are you just keeping me around longer just to to let me go like in a week or two? Like, right. I, I don't like want- it's especially at this point it's week six like you're it's a lot of time like yeah. you know and at this and the flip point it's like you know mara was all cool and stuff at the beginning when all the other girls were going home but now that she's like like on the bottom of the totem pole you know now she's really feeling it so um you know they get to the group date and um and uh you know they show up and clayton's looking like a ninja and we and this is appropriate because they filmed a lot of Game of Thrones over in in uh, Croatia. Croatia, yeah. And um, so they have Croatian knights um, ready there to sword fight and um, start the girls on their quest for the day. And um, the girls get to dress up in night gear, and you know they're looking right. all all like that. They do like little night games of pushing each other out the circle with shields, and um, then they, they go have into to the, eat a bunch of gross shit. They go into the I was eating gagging challenge. the entire time. They have a fear factor portion of their date. Um, so disgusting i hate that shit i i wonder i wonder if this is like this is like a something they're going to include in in the show moving forward like i mean i've rather... seen like similar things on yeah. this show before and i just i hate it i hate it so much i'd rather them just eat nasty gagging. food than just seeing them eat ice cream every other episode so i mean uh yeah i guess but um so yeah they uh and serena's going hard like so serena's so hard. All like she is guzzling these like fish heads she is <laughs> just going she's just going in and uh she like you know she's knighted the queen of of the date yeah they had to do um, like a knight's creed and kneel on a knee and bend a knee and and say what they want and and mara actually does a pretty good job she does this like poem that like you know i thought it was pretty good you know I thought it, was it was pretty clever. flawless and she was feeling confident she thought she had it but no serene's guzzling the fish heads was all like what she's supposed to do like you know when you see yeah, it, you can't beat that you can't beat the enthusiasm she had for that nasty ass food yeah and and i always think it's like a rock and a hard place because like you have to go hard and eat all that nasty food but then you got like then you forever know that this girl like was guzzling fish heads and stuff you know it's just like but that's the name of the game everyone did it so <laughs> um so yeah so essentially uh serene wins that challenge mara's feeling like a peasant and we get to the after party um you know like he's like now stepping up the conversations and trying to get on a deeper level with these girls because um hometowns is right around the corner as he likes to remind it, everybody it, yep. and um so clayton is um you know starts off with rachel and she, like kind of like you know, he's plotting with her. He's getting in her head and very Him confusingly. Him and Rachel are like very, as it seems right now, in it to win it. And they all, the, they whisper sweet nothings at each other. Like he's like really trying to make sure he's like, I want to make sure like, you know, hometowns, like, are you on the same page? Like, I want to make sure I'm not like, you know, going all in on you mm-hmm. if you're not. And then she, of course, is all like, 
yeah, like I'm, you don't even understand how I feel for you. She says she's falling so hard for him, like, you know. Yeah. And then they seemingly like are dry humping on this like little couch situation. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Now, now Mara comes in and she's got an agenda now. She's just like, you know, I'm going to tell it like it is. And, and she like confronts Clayton about, you know, uh, about her being discouraged about what's been happening you know she speaks her truth she says yes and this is where she actually becomes the new villain you know if you haven't seen like the origin story in the last like episode or two this is where it's solidified because you know now she's talking drama she's actually naming other girls names in in her um confrontation with it and and how do you think clayton handled it i mean I always feel like he's so gullible he'll hear it and he's just like rocked by the news and he's just like he's all like Sarah said like because Mara is like yo Sarah some, said some she's people not aren't white ready. material that's what she's kind of getting at she's like and she's talking about like now the younger girls in the house are just not ready for that because I'm old I am ready for all this stuff and um whatever and essentially she gets in Clayton's head um and uh you know, Clayton wants to do his due diligence. So he already has announced that obviously Sarah's getting the one-on-one date and, um, you know, essentially understands where she's coming from. Uh, you know, so he kind of sets it up to make it sound like maybe Mara is going to get the rose for the after party, but nope. guess who got it? Rachel. Rachel. Of course, Rachel. He's like someone who always like makes me like, you know, feel comfortable, whatever. But like, I'm like, Rachel did nothing but just like, you know. Essentially, we're at the point now, if he got to pick just one person at the beginning, it would have been, you know, after Teddy probably would have been Rachel. So, um, you know, day two, Uh, a knock comes at the door and Clayton you know, is back in his room. He gets a knock on his door and a letter gets slipped under. He looks out and peeks like after waiting like 20 seconds for the person to run away. He opens the door and he's like, where do they go? And um, essentially the letter just says, um, uh, what does it say? Clayton, meet me at the clock tower. And he's all like nervous because of the conversation. He's like, what's going to happen? And he walks up. Who's it going to be? And it's what's Susie. Gonna... It's Susie. And I don't Ew. like her. I don't like Susie at all. I like Susie. I hate I Susie. So cute. And this is why we have this show, people, because like the people I like, I Veronica hates. So and the people cute. she likes, I hate. No, she sucks. I, all I'm saying why is like. Why do you think like, she sucks? Because this is not fair. This is not fair. Yeah, I thought this was random. I was like, I do think this was random, and I don't know how they or why they said it. To me, it just felt very out of the blue. Like, Susie's like, I just, you know, want to solidify my spot. And I'm like, okay. No, the way she did it is like she told the producers because of I bet you there's buzzing of hometowns now between everybody there. Like, we didn't get to see much of it. Or the producers, like, got into her head, too. Think about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm trying to say is that, like, there's buzzing of hometowns and she, their producer, each of them get their own producer. Their producer's probably like, this is, you gotta, you gotta tell him you love him or otherwise you might not make it to hometown. So she's like, all right, I'll tell him I'm falling in love with him if I can get this moment, you know, outside of, this is not fair. Like, this is not fair. I don't, I don't, I I, I don't disagree with that. I, I think it was very random. It's like middle of the night. I go to a clock tower. She pretty much like, Tells her, him that she gets a one-on-one date, which is kind of better yeah, than Teddy's like day date for him. Yeah, and then you know they make out a bunch. Yeah, like, I mean, I yeah. I didn't like I didn't like I think I've said before I'm not really feeling Susie. Um, I liked I think she's cute. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't think she makes it uh, to the end. Uh, but yeah, she says she's fallen in love with him, and he's like you know ecstatic because who doesn't love to hear a pretty girl just say they're falling in love with them at, when you have right, and he gets more makeup. Yeah, time, when you get eight so. other girlfriends like around too, it's just like yeah, I'm I'm the man. So um, so yeah, Susie, you know, I'm just thinking like, what are the other girls thinking? Like the girl, like does she really have to sneak out? Like where people are not like my, where's yeah, Susie? Yeah, that's my thing. Is like we saw when they first got there, like they have a bunch of like single beds and stuff. Like I'm guessing like yeah, did she like tiptoe? Out, like how did this work to me that yeah i agree with you there like i just think it was all kind of bizarre how this like mini one-on-one date was set up and it just feels a little 
it just yeah, it feels shady yeah. for sure. Um, back at the house, Mara is now letting the secret slip, and she's talking with Gabby over wine. And um, Mara's hoping that Sarah goes home after her one-on-one date. Um, we see which, like, I'm like, where do you think that would ever happen? Like, do you really? I guess like she really thinks. I mean, I, I mean, guess, it was pretty no, close. It was pretty it makes, close. It makes sense that it, she would think that because Clayton obviously has been pretty gullible. In general, and as I the said thing before, about him being gullible critical is, thinking skills. Dude, he's so gullible that people will be like, uh, she said this, and then he'll go to that girl and be like, did you say this? And the girl's like, no, I didn't say that. Well, uh, well, now I'm glad that we got to talk about it. Like, what, what did you think she was going to say? She thinks she's like, yes, I don't want to be here. Like, I just wasted all my time just to be here for no reason. Like, you're, you're an idiot. Um, so he needs, he's so confused and scared that he needs to talk to Jesse Palmer about it. And Jesse Palmer gives his best, you know, um, like which, <laughs> advice. I which, would never take advice from Jesse Palmer. He's like, yeah, when I was at this part uh, of my journey as well, I also was afraid of this. And I'm like, you didn't even end up with anybody from your season. Like, right. how, how am I supposed to take advice from you, dog? Yeah. Like you literally... You have no leg to stand on. So None. Clayton's pretending but to be like, scared. Just, you know, follow your heart. Follow yeah. your heart, Clayton. And yeah. Clayton's like, you're right. I will. Oh, man. Jesse gave me the best advice. He's like, what? All right. <laughs> well, so, yeah, Sarah comes around the corner and they have dinner and she's all excited. And she gives this really sweet toast talking about momentum and how, like, you know, they got to keep it going. I really like her. Like. You know, I like her too. She brought up how she's like, I understand the intentionality of this. Like, cause she was, she got like really flustered when she got the one-on-one because she knows like it put a target on her back. Like she knows that. Not even that, but is it like, like, you know, when you get, when you, when you get a second date over someone who hasn't got one, you start thinking like, is this like his last chance to figure out if he likes me or not? Is he going to send me home? Right. You know, so um, right after that, he confronts Sarah about the marriage thing and if she's ready for this and and his concerns. And and this is where I wrote down Clayton is so gullible um, just because it's just the way he asks questions. It's just like, dude, are you serious? Like, can you take like at least one night to sleep on it to like, you know, he just as I said, no critical thinking yeah skills. sarah gets shocked None. by the by the question and the accusation and gets really sad and and she pleads her Clay- case and clayton is sorry to upset her because he didn't mean to do that but he's well, so yeah. confused and he, walks, he does his walk away he had for to step about away. Like um you know sarah sarah is like breaking down she's like this is a bitch ass move like yo this is you know when they start hating they start making lies like you know that's just kind of like what it what it is and um and she kind of knows, like, she doesn't say it, but she she knows. She knows. Like, she knows what's going on here. And, um, yeah, after he comes back, he essentially, you know, tells her that he believes, like, she tells him, you know, she's crying and, and she's really upset, but she's genuine, I feel like, about saying, like, why she's there and stuff. Well, yeah, she's like, I've never lied to you. Like, you know, obviously, like, these are my feelings for you. Like, I feel like we're, we've always been on the same page. Like, I don't want somebody else saying something to like take us away from that kind of deal yeah now sarah gets the rose and this is not good for mara like they can't be right i mean it can't be yeah um i mean i mean i was hoping to see like the confrontation but i guess we're gonna have to wait till next week to we're gonna have see to wait that. until next week and it looks like they're trying to paint sarah as like the cocky one now going into next week's episode which I could see that being portrayed, but I also feel like my thing is like she has like a very solid connection with Clayton. It's like you got to be careful with like how you approach that. Sure. Completely. Um, I, I, I so agree. We'll I think I think, you know, Mara is I mean, she's been in the weeds doing this, but it's just the same thing. That's the problem with these girls hating on another girl. It's like once you get the girl out, it's never going to end. Like you guys are always going to hate the one that seems to be like standing out or probably not even the one, you know, like at least Rachel's kind of being like covert about it, you know, yeah, even like because so Rachel's much, definitely like a front runner. Yeah, but she's just like not trying to talk. And, you know, I'm sure Sarah is like the youngest one. So she's probably feeling herself. And and I can tell by the way, like the stuff that we've seen from her that she's very very like um she says what's on her mind she's very outspoken and um you know and it's not as sweet as she looks like that's what i'm trying to say is like you know she's mm. she seems like she has a lot of bite 
Um, you yeah, know, she's spicy. Yeah, she's spicy. And, um, you know, it makes for a good toe to toe with Mara. And I think, you know, this, you know, just the way Mara was talking to Gabby, it could be very possible that the girls turn on Sarah just because she's an easy target. Let's get, you know, one of these top dogs out of the game right now, um, which is a good move, I guess. But it's just like it's going to be your turn. Um yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come back and bite them for sure. Right, um, but I mean, well, at least Mara. There was a lot of talk about karma, um, and ironically, you can't spell karma without Mara. So, um, oh. yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, if you're talking about karma, girl, you got up on stage and started talking shit first and roasting her. So it's just like this right. might be your karma for even opening that door. So, um, right. yeah, we get scenes of that next week, and essentially, you know, it looks like the the Sarah and Mara. Um, you know, controversy goes down. Um, and then it goes back into the stuff we've seen about Clayton. The post credit scene is of Hunter dancing. Um, the dance, the final dance that sent her home. Uh, the shagging. And uh, yeah. And then she gets in a wagon and goes home. So it's just pretty much uh, that's our episode. Uh, I mean, I thought it was a pretty decent episode. We got to go from different locations and uh, see multiple people go home. So it, it was, it was, it was a good episode. I think. What do you think? I thought it was. I thought it was a good episode too. Yeah. Um. Any uh other news out of Bachelor Nation that we got to talk about? Yes. So Hannah Ann um is, you know, has a boyfriend that has a. NFL championship ring her boyfriend uh she revealed who he was right ahead of the Super Bowl his name is Jake Funk he is a running back for the LA Rams um so you know good good for her she's a little wag um and then in other news uh Chriselle Stoss who's known for her um she's one of the reality stars of Selling Sunset she revealed in her memoir that uh, she was supposed to be the lead of season four of the batch four of the Bachelorette, um, but it ended up going to Deanna Pappas, which I think this is like kind of when they started doing the grabbing people from the previous season because I guess Deanna Pappas went on Ellen after uh, Jason. Um, from that season, uh, I mean, Brad Womack from that season didn't pick either of his finalists and like didn't give out a final rose. And so she went on and talked about how heartbroken she was, whatever. And I think that's kind of what started the spiral of like, let's pick, you know, kind of like the heartbroken second place kind of person or whoever, even though Chris Shell, I guess all of her stuff had been shot, all of the whatever. Um, so I think that's a little, little interesting bit of a bachelor nation history totally and also another uh another shade at ellen you know what i'm saying i mean yeah let's yeah. go um all right well yeah next week we got episode seven week seven of the bachelor um we're getting we're getting up there in numbers so you know what happens he's gonna pick someone here soon and it looks like clayton's gonna cry eventually um yeah, i can't it's wait it's gonna be real broken soon oh, man he's gonna be so broken but also he's so in love and whatever he keeps saying in that one scene that i just can't stand but um but yeah guys that is our episode this week i hope you enjoyed it as always make sure you're subscribing and liking for more content um um, who do you think is going home next week? Let us know in the comments. Uh, B, why don't we get into our, uh, something we like to call, uh, I don't know, quick hits. What do we got? Yes. Um, so, well, I mean, as I said before, the Super Bowl happened hmm. this past weekend. Um, we had a pretty good, pretty good nostalgia halftime with Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, um, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. 50 Cent popped Kendrick in. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick and, Lamar. But 50 Cent uh, is kind of like the big news coming out of, and and no pun intended, but people are comparing his his picture because he came in as like the same way he does in, in the club in the music video and he's upside down right. like, you know, go, go and go shawty and he's upside down. But like when you're... I don't know, like all the blood was like rushing to like his head or something like that. He was looking real thick. So people are calling him like, you know, not like a 50 cent, dollar. but yeah, like a whole dollar or even like a, you know, the actual half dollar. Um, but, you know, 
What are you supposed to do, man? You getting up there in age? Is he supposed to at least see? I think he tried. I mean, like, he looked. He just looked bulky. Honestly, he looks like he's been bulking up. Like I don't think that's bad. Yeah. Um. I mean, with know? age, he'll bulk up. But um. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was very nostalgic, and um, I got pretty hyped when Eminem came out, and it was just, it was pretty dope. I liked it. Um, I feel like Kendrick was a little underutilized, but he got in I there. I agree. Um, it was good to see Kendrick after not seeing him for like I don't know years or something. Where the hell has he been? Um, I don't know. Yeah, you just better. Come Ivan, I guess. So, um, what else we got? One of the, uh, you know, there was the commercials and stuff, and there's always like some trailers that are sprinkled in there. And there's the trailer for Jordan Peele's newest movie, Nope, that will be coming out in July, July 22nd. It's gonna be a um, another horror film. It's it looks like it's like got something kind of maybe extraterrestrial about it like they so all are people like are looking. saying the acronym for nope is not of planet earth that's yeah yeah so, so so essentially what they're saying is is it has to do with like horses has to do with like are these aliens like like turning horses into humans or something like that i don't know what's going on but it looks good it looks it looks it's good it's original. got you know a great star-studded cast it's got kiki palmer it's got daniel kalua it's got barbie ferrer it's got all you know Good, good actors and actresses of the moment. Um, yeah. So, and then also they dropped that uh, Doctor Strange two trailer that a lot of people are buzzing about. Um, yes. You know, with all the they they essentially said uh, Patrick Stewart, his voice was on there. So you're getting Professor X from the original X Men franchise coming into the multiverse mm-hmm. of madness, which means we might even get Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. We might get yeah. old versions. We might get, um, what's his name? John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic and his wife, Emily Blunt as, uh, invisible woman and all these other people that are going to come in there. So it's very exciting. He may be even Deadpool, you know, we might get Deadpool. Yeah. And it looked like there might even be stuff from the, the, um, Disney plus series. What if like some of those, like kind of like, extra yes like universal. they had like an evil doctor uh doctor strange they have like uh marvel zombies in there like variants like uh they're bringing back you know uh agent carter but in this alternate universe she becomes like the captain america of her universe yeah. so she becomes captain carter and um and i think she's actually going to be in this movie so they're bringing her back um which will be interesting like how do they this is this is so crazy this is getting so crazy and you know it's gonna be like i'm gonna need a diagram about how they drive everything into this movie speaking of marvel actually i also heard something about like them making like a like a new blues clues where they're bringing all the yes it's gonna (laughs) be like all three steves yeah it's gonna gonna, be like well i guess it's like you know steve his brother joe and then whoever the new one's name is yeah finding Um, the new one but it's gonna be like the multiverse of blues clues so that's pretty cool um well v what else we got in sad news uh they you know figured out the cause of death for bob saget he had did um, they but they sort of did they figured out that it's head trauma which they at first because they had ruled you know no foul play um and they thought you know okay he must have bumped his head thought nothing of it and then slept on it and then that's what happened but they were looking at like the trauma, like the amount of blunt force trauma on his head, and it was equated to that of like a baseball bat. And they're like, or "How could 20 you?" Twenty to thirty feet, like they said. I yeah. mean, I, from the no- beginning, I thought this was very a very sketchy story. Like to be honest, like there was something weird about it. Like I don't like to sit here and like theorize about people's deaths and stuff. Like out of respect, right. for it. but there's just something weird about it. Like there's a lot to me that doesn't add up. Like it's it's just. You know, it, the it, for it to really add up to me, the only thing that makes sense is how bizarre a person can die. Like you ever seen Final Destination right. and you slip and you catch your thing on this and you boom, boom, boom. And you know what I'm saying? That's the only way that I see this actually happen is something bizarre like that happen. And, and that's like a possibility, I guess. But I don't know, man. There's just something weird about yeah. it. Very something strange. Well, he didn't have like any, you know, illegal drugs or alcohol in his system. He did have... Uh, a drug that prevents seizures and a drug that is an antidepressant. But, um, you know, some people like those can make him sleepy. So maybe I heard the family has like blocked 
and a judge ordered it that they're that they won't release any more information about it so we might not ever know unless like someone yeah. from the family actually like says something but um you know it could be it could have anything to do with agendas like you know there was a lot of talk in the beginning about like you know the vaccines he had gotten or i think he actually might have had covid when he died or something like that so a lot of weird stuff around the circumstances um but uh, he was like, you know, a very well liked. Uh, there's not really many enemies of Bob Saget that are known. Uh, but who knows what happened? I guess only time will tell, I guess, if, if it ever does. Uh, what else we got? Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of controversy surrounding, uh, you know, it's not. It's not a Winter Olympics unless the Russians are doping and something is coming out of it. And um, there was the 15-year-old skater, Camila Vileva, um, had tested positive for things that are banned at the at the Olympics that are, you know, could be performance-enhancing drugs that do with, like, heart and endurance and things like that. But she was... Um, allowed to continue to compete, which she helped them get a gold in the team events for ice skating. And um, it was able to compete in her singles events as well. And there's been a lot of controversy around it because Shakari Richardson, who we talked about on this show last year before the Summer Olympics, who got disqualified from competing because of uh, marijuana uh, that she, you know, smoked after her thing. So there's been a lot of controversy because it's like, hmm, the major difference is because marijuana isn't banned in the sense that it doesn't perform, like, doesn't enhance your performance or anything like that. Yeah, honestly, um, it's like the opposite thing where it's like they, like, right. wouldn't it slow you down? Like, you know, especially like if you're a runner, right. like, uh, but, uh, you know, obviously a lot of controversy surrounding that because it's all like the main, the only difference really, besides the fact that the drugs that Camila used were, are banned from the competition is that Camila is a little white woman and not even woman, young lady. And, uh, Shakari is a black girl. Like, so like, I mean, not great, not a great look on the Olympic committee, um, so I don't really, I don't yeah. really know how to come back from that, but, right. um, well, been, what else we got? Um, yes. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers and Shalene Woodley have reportedly called off their engagement, like right around a year after it was announced. So, well, no one uh, wants to marry Aaron Rodgers, right? No one, no <laughs> one should fuck Aaron Rodgers. I hate Aaron Rodgers yeah, so um, much. Yeah. No, he, 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 he kind of sounds like the worst. So, um, yeah, moving on. Uh, what else we got? So Kylie, uh, in, in the midst of everything that we're going to get into in my yikes moment, uh, she, you know, posted the name of her baby, her baby's name, her son, her newborn son is Wolf, Wolf Webster. They you, use, um, Travis Scott's real name, last name. Um, and you know, obviously there's a lot of jokes being made about this name, about, you know, relating back to the famous line in you, the TV series, like I wolf you, there's just been a ton of memes, which I could tell, I'm sure they were waiting for a different time to release this name, but I feel like they were trying to maybe potentially like turn the narrative away from some of the stuff that's been surrounding the Kim and Kanye situations. But you know, that's, I guess that's the name. Um, um, I like it better than Stormy. I think Stormy's kind of cute. No, that's 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 a stripper name. Like if, if it if, is, if it's a, stripper a bad name. stripper name. Like you know, what I'm Wolf saying? is a bad name too. What? Like I mean, yeah, I'd rather both. be called Wolf than Stormy. That's for sure. I, I could live with Wolf. I could great be like I'm I'm Wolf, baby. That's my name. I'll take it. Oh, yeah, but my, my, what's your name? Stormy with a Stormy with, with an I. This is whack. With a little heart over it. That's bullshit. Um, anything else we got for quick hits? Yeah, so Julia Fox and Kanye West have um, reportedly broken up. And obviously, and Julia Fox right now is like the flavor of the week on the internet because there is a clip going around from her interview that she did with Alex Cooper like a week or so ago um, on Call Her Daddy where... Um, is it ever a good look for any like interviewee to go on to call her daddy now like I feel not like, as of late i feel, I feel like, like anytime you're a guest on call her daddy it's just like a bad look for you it kind of looks like you're like i feel like pathetic. it used to be better but i think it used to be okay because i think she you know 
Alex had rebranded herself and like the whole like color daddy thing. But then I think ever no, even like the Miley know, Cyrus like thing, like I felt like that was like kind of like Miley like reaching or something. I don't know. I, I mean, don't she know. Was Miley looked better she went on that Joe interview Rogan than Alex did, too. but that's you know. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. But Julia Fox has been going viral for her thing because like Alex asks her, you know, like, do you consider yourself to be a muse to Kanye? And she's like, yeah, I think so. Like something like that. And then Alex is like, like, what is a muse? And she was like, I was Jason Sadovsky's muse for Uncut Gems. Like, and it's just like everyone's making fun of her vocal fry and like her lack of ability to understand what a muse is. And it's just it's just funny. And like people were saying that she was crying on a flight home from L.A. after her and Ye broke up. And she's like, I haven't cried since 97. I'm a hustler. Like, you know, she's been coming out saying more things that she like their relationship was a service. To she hasn't some- cried since 97. I literally cried this morning. Yeah. Like, li- yeah, I cried oh. yesterday. So like, um, oh, wow. oh, we're fine. <laughs> so, people, We're fine. We're fine. So she's just a pick me is what mm. I'm getting from Julia Fox is that she's just trying to be like, you know, I was doing everyone a service, gave some, gave people something to talk about during this pandemic, during these hard times. Like, I'm like, bitch, we don't care about you that much. We like, don't sure. We're talking about you right now, but like, really like, well, V, what made you go yikes this week? Bro. 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 <laughs> Kanye. Kanye has taken to his Instagram and just decided to call out everybody pretty much and also like pretty much perform a lot of weird behavior, sent a truckload of roses on Valentine's Day to Kim's place, threatened, has been threatening Pete all over the internet, has been calling him skeet. <laughs> um, has I don't been, know. I think that's funny, dude. <laughs> the skeet is weird. It's like, he's been posting all this stuff about like, you know, going to war with him and like them was posting um, screenshots of his text with Kim where Kim's like, like, please, like, could you stop doing this? Like, you're going to put people in danger. There's crazy people out here that are going that follow you blindly that are going to, like, go after Pete. Like, leave like leave us alone. Like, we're, this is not like stop publicizing all this stuff between us. Like, this is not how I want to handle it. This is not how we should be handling it. Like he, you know, posted different things like he's like, don't worry. It's not this isn't hacked. Like people are like lose. He's he's losing it. He's losing it. He's like. He told it all started. He asked Billie Eilish to apologize to Travis Scott because Billie Eilish at one of her concerts recently um, waited for and like gave a fan an inhaler who was near like, you know, the front and waited for them to be better before starting and said something like I wait until my fans are good before I restart the show, which was like. She didn't say Travis Scott. It was definitely some shade towards him. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it but is. Like, but and like, but like, I'm gonna choke. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chuck that up to like her just being young and dumb. Like, dude, you, you think you're, you're being cool, but like, you're really just starting shit with the, somebody that has the time for it right now. Okay, but like, my thing is like, Kanye doesn't need to be going after her in general. Like, she, whatever. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And he's like asking, he's acting like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play Coachella unless you apologize, Billy. And she's all like, bro, I didn't even say Travis's name. Like, I'm sorry if you're offended, but also like, why are you? What are you doing? I mean, and, I mean, she has all right to plead the fifth on that, but come on, you know what's going on here. Like, we're not all stupid. But also, like, Kanye needs to. What is he doing? And then he's like, and then he's going after Kid Cudi, being all like, Kid Cudi is still friends with Pete. I'm not putting him on Donda too. And like, Kid Cudi's all like, I don't want to be on your fucking album, you dinosaur. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, you are out of your mind. He's yeah. out of his mind. And then he's like doing all this manipulative shit with Kim. It's just, it's sad. It's sad. He needs help. It's not okay. Like, and he's got all these people in his comments, like, hyping him up. And I'm like, no, this man needs some serious, serious help. But and this like, is what he does. This is what he does. He's actually, like, it might be actually, like, low-key genius. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is horrifying. It's I, I horrifying. Get it. But, I mean. And it's, like, putting people in danger. This is not cool. He He's never cared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to do stuff that it, it, it's. You know, he's got stuff coming. Like, he's got probably merchandise. He's got an album coming. He's got all this stuff. So it's just like, yeah, but like, promotion. this is, I feel like this has crossed too many lines, to I be mean, honest. What, what's going to happen, though? I, I really don't know. Like, I, 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 
Like, I mean, they're going through an active divorce. Like, this could get, if it, I mean, if it's not already messy, like, it can get way messier. Well, I mean, but like, wasn't he at like Super Bowl with the kids and stuff, and he was looking all miserable, and um, it doesn't have to, but like, yeah, I mean, when you're like one of the biggest stars in the world and your heart is broken and you're already like crazy. Like, I don't expect anything less. Like, actually. I know, but, like, he should get help, and I don't think people should be encouraging his behavior. Yeah. I don't... Is anyone encouraging his behavior? Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, he's got people who are, like, hyping him up in his comments, or people, like, posting stuff, being like, like, this is what I want, this is, like, whatever, and, like, he's got people... I mean, he's got... An active fan base that, like, well, if he says is, something, is, like, the people, that people su- are like the people that do support him. He and all of them him. are putting more security teams like around them because I mean, they're they'll worried. be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, no one's gonna get hurt. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Kim. It, this is this is typical divorce stuff, though. Like, you know, Kim has to say that stuff so in court she can say that she said this. Like, even if she's not scared, like it's 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 kind of like it's part of the game. Like, it's a chess game right now, and and there's probably a lot more that we'd have no idea about, even though we are getting kind of a leak into private stuff that we probably shouldn't be like being a part of, but. You know, I will agree that Kanye, the people that he's surrounding himself with are pretty toxic people. So, yeah, no. I mean, um, I don't think that is is a healthy place for him to be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, another week of Kanye, you know, just like he's every each week, he's just kind of like throwing more into the fire. So um, I wonder how it's going to burn. It's uh, sad. Yeah. Well, V, you know what I want to know. What are you watching? I just started Love is Blind season two. I heard it's good. Yeah, they filmed this. Actually, it's like it's like kind of already making me mad. Um, It was filmed in Chicago um, and it seems like a lot of the men, especially of this season, are trying to game the system like they some a lot of them seem like they're not actually there for um the whole aspect of it that's like let's like cut out like the materialistic let's cut out the like you know shallow parts of dating and some of these dudes are like you know in these pods like asking like oh like you know would i be able to pick you up and shit like that that's just like disgusting um so but, but i mean are those guys getting picked I'm I'm only one episode in, and I think I from what I know, some of them do get picked. So yeah. like, I see, like I mean, maybe the first show was about love, but now the second one is about finding characters. You know, you want to find which the makes characters. Me mad. Yeah, but they got lucky the first time around. Like the, the that that was a good cast. I really enjoyed. Yeah. They had like a little something for everyone in that. So I feel like I hope like Love Is Blind. I feel like Love Is Blind is a show that can be continuously successful, unlike something like. Too hot to handle. I they, they have a new season of that. I don't think I can even watch it because at this point, like, you can't like there's no hiding what too hot to handle is. Like they can pretend like they're hiding it behind other stuff, but it's people know what it is. And also people are just dumb. I'm like, I could never be on too hot to handle because I'd get so pissed at people burning out the money. I'm too much of a Capricorn for that shit. There's what, just like no they're way. burning out the money just to hook up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting for F Boy Island too, you know what I'm saying? Me too. <laughs> Love that show. Uh, well, but that's Cy, what are you watching right now? Well, you know, with Love in the Air and Valentine's, you know, just you know, behind us, um, I watched a lot of rom coms. I, I love, I love me some good. I rom-coms. love a rom com. Yeah. Um. So you know, I these were two rom coms I watched that are pretty new, I think, and uh, just came out. So I the first yeah. one, I, the first one I watched is I Want You Back. Um. You know, uh, it has Charlie Day and uh, comedian Jenny Slate, and I thought it was a really good movie. It was, it was, it was pretty good. If you're looking for something that's funny, a little spin on, you know, um, like revenge on your exes or breaking you up type movie, but then you fall in love with the person you're, you know, all that good stuff. It's a good rom com, and it looks really good. And that was shot a lot in um in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have like the theater in the background. They got like you know everything. I'm pretty sure like the one of the main houses that they shot a lot of the scenes at is like probably not too far from both of where yeah, we Yeah, actually I think it's right by the Publix like where Zach yeah I think it's like stuff. literally right 
biased. Yeah. So um, if it isn't, it's like on the street I live on. But um, regardless, yeah. I've been seeing like a couple of like uh, movies being shot in some random houses around me lately. But um, and then I watched a new JLo movie with Owen Wilson called Marry Me, um, which has uh, what's what's this? the spanish maluma, singer, maluma um kind Love of and it's, and it's kind of it's kind of like crazy because of like her actual life it's kind of right. like mirroring that a little bit but um not really but i thought it was a pretty good movie um you know i probably you know if you're looking for some good rom-coms is that one on hbo max or hulu hulu i, I think it's i think uh i'm not sure i think it might be actually like uh peacock or something like oh, that. oh yeah probably but i think, um, I think but, right peacock but yeah i mean you know these are i think pretty good rom-com movies in present day it's really hard to make some you know new original movies so i thought they did good right. so that's what i was watching um v why don't we get into our slapper of the week slapper of the week this song slaps <laughs> Yeah, baby. Um, this week's slapper of the week is a slapper for me, um, for sure. Uh, I'm going to say that this guy's name is Blessed. Like, uh, it's it's B L X S T. Blessed. I think I'm, that's that's kind of where I'm going with it. Um, I, I I would tend to agree. I think yeah, that's probably right. I, I just blessed or blast, but I think blessed kind of makes more sense. Yeah, right? it's just because with an X, and I think it's just kind of going in that direction. But right. um, it also features your boy Tyga and my boy Ty Dolla Sign. Bless you. Um, it Thank features you. <laughs> my guy Ty Dolla Sign, and um, the song's called Chosen, and it's just a real good bop feel good um the melody of it just has you singing it over and over again a dirty song but you know why if it if it's got your boy tiger on of course it is tiger um, he's a dirty he's a dirty dog yeah he's a dirty dog sick puppy that one so yeah. um so yeah uh check it out the song's called chosen by blessed um uh, featuring tiger tied Dolla sign really good it's on the uh, future bachelor podcast playlist that's available on spotify go find that for all your favorite songs updated weekly um veronica yeah. do you got anybody to shout out this week i wanted to shout out um our pal zach Knipp for his birthday hey. that is today <laughs> hell yeah happy birthday to knipples love you Knipp. um and then um, I wanted to shout out my bestie, Ian. He called me on Valentine's Day. Oh, hold on a second. I'm getting called. Uh, wow. Speaking of which. Wow. It's like it's on all surfaces right now. That's wow. what happens when you have your FaceTime connected to all your computers and phones. All, but all your things. We'll call Wait, them back. Yeah. Shout um, out to my best friend, Ian, um, for calling me on uh, Valentine's Day. We got to catch up a little bit. He lives in LA, so it's always a pleasure when we get to um, catch up on each other's lives a oh, little yeah. bit. Well, um, I think this is the person just calling me, but um, I'd like to shout out my cousin uh, Ease, aka Edwin, um, again because he was a great host this weekend. I had a really good time um, hanging out with him, and also my family, my my Tia, my uh, little baby cousin, and my cousins. It was just nice. I had a good time. Um, it was a nice quick trip, but. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And also my friend Jesse that came um, in to visit uh, my cousin as well. I haven't seen him since I, we were down in Orlando. So um, wow. going to school. So, yeah, we all went to the same college. So that's pretty cool. And cool. Um, it was just a great weekend of catching up and music. So I love you all. Ha uh, happy birthday again, Ease. That was a fun weekend. So um, that was our episode, guys. Uh, 202, uh, you know, coming at you. You know how we do. <laughs> um so that's it um you know we'll wow. end in this episode with a little rhyme but um I, what are you up to this weekend um i don't really think i have plans no oh, cool cool well i don't know i'll be going down to orlando to see my family finally um i haven't seen them since thanksgiving so that's right um, i'm very excited look at you you're back-to-back -back fam weekends how fun you know i got the time now you know I'm, I, I should go see them and um yeah and then when i get back actually um i had gone on that shoot a couple weeks back for a pilot show and i apparently they liked me enough they wrote me back into episode two so i filmed for that Ooh. on monday so I'm very excited about that and just a lot of good things going on in my life that I, I just I'm just really excited about the future. But, you know, Bachelor. <laughs> and I'm also excited about the present. So that's really good times right now. I can't complain. So I hope you all out there are having good times, too. Um, times, too. And um, <laughs> yeah. And we love you guys. This has been our show. It's been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. 
I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast. Please.